That is Killers of the Flower Moon. Welcome to the October 22nd ending week ending or week ending. What am I saying? I'm Rob Martin. Welcome to Silver Screen Previews. Once again, I'm your host on the other side of the glass. Welcome back, returning co-host, TV Fiend. Welcome back, TV Fiend. Can you unjarble Hi. my words? Thank you. I mean, I'll try. I'm a little <laughs> sick, so I can't make any promises tonight. Oh, you're sick. Oh. But you're, you're feeling better just enough to, to do the show, right? I mean, sometimes you just got to soldier through, you know? <laughs> the show must go on. That's right. And remember, uh, it's it's been a while since we have you on. I think the last time was when we had some kind of group session going on. And then you yes. you went for my neck. You wanted to choke me verbally on some film. Is this what happened? Yeah, I think your your reviews just were too outlandish. I, I couldn't even be on the show anymore for a while. I had to... Some, enough time had to pass for me to forget. You gave Avatar a thumbs down, but uh, like oh, the yes. Winnie the Pooh horror movie a thumbs up. <laughs> oh, that was uh, the, uh, what was it called? That that one with the Grinch? Yeah, the Grinch. The Grinch. The Grinch movie. The, the evil horror Grinch movie. I forgot the name of it, too. Yeah. You see how long ago it was? That was in December of last year. My God. How long no, has time gone on? <laughs> it hasn't gone. No, been. actually, I had planned to be on the show. And oh. I messaged you, and I said, hey, are we still doing the show this week? And you were like, oh, no, I'm sorry, I replaced you. <laughs> no, that's not true. I would never do that. <laughs> I was you are making that me. up. You are making that up. I sent you a message that Monday. Uh, I retracted my messages. You know how you can do it here on Instagram. Yeah. I retracted yeah. them because I thought you were what? gone. I thought you were on vacation. What happened? unsend the message like you're in Gen Z or something. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I got, what was it I called? I don't even know how. I don't even know how to unsend a message. I was like, I don't have any messages from you. And you're like, oh, well, I, I did. I did message you. Then I retracted them because I thought you were in outer space or somewhere else. You know, I, I had no oh. idea where you were. But... All right. Okay. Yeah, besides the point. Thank you for everybody joining us live on Instagram Live and also on the Buzzsprout Podcast. Just tap on the link on the uh, bio and you can reach our podcast, which is available uh, tomorrow. So you can check that out, the condensed version of the show. So that's on Buzz, uh, Buzzsprout. Yeah, Buzzsprout. And also right here on IG Live. We're talking about Killers of the Flower Moon, the latest film from uh, Martin Scorsese and, of course, Leo DiCaprio, back in style. All right, so we both saw this film. It's a, uh, it's a long film, three hours and 20-some minutes. TV Fiend, what is your uh, analysis of this film? Well, it's got quite the star-studded cast. I mean, I love Leo. Does anyone not love Leo? Mm. Um, and then Robert De Niro, he's got to earn his money for that seventh child he just had at 79. <laughs> uh, don't know what to say about that. Um, Leo, Leo's teeth are a little rough in this one, but, but mm. uh, you know, he said we, we, we can still we can accept it. Um, but no, I love <laughs> Scorsese. Uh, one of my favorite movies is Shutter Island. But I yeah. would say it was a strike against the movie before I saw it, that it was three hours and 20-something minutes because hard to keep my attention for that long um and also it apparently it was funded by apple it cost 200 million dollars so i was kind of iffy i didn't know uh i was, I was nervous about it you I were put it that way did you fall so asleep give you <laughs> i mean i was nervous i might uh, so uh, to put it succinctly the movie is about an investigation or a lack thereof of mm. members of the members of the Osage tribe who 
wealthiest people uh, per capita after they found oil on their land. Right. Yet still, the Taylor Swift movie beat this at the box office. <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> now, wait a minute. There's reasons for that. There's reasons for that TV theme. Uh, one, because of the fact that Oscar movies or Oscar-nominated movies, which this is going to be, rarely hit the top of the box office money grab. It's going to be movies like the Taylor Swift movie, like Barbie. I can go on, so on and so on. But do continue. I'm sorry. Okay, so you're being a lot more optimistic about humanity than I am. I think it just shows where America has its priorities right now. Internationally, it beat Taylor, so it says a lot about America. Anyway, <laughs> let me get off the social commentary. Um, but So it was three hours and some odd minutes, but that was okay. It was complex. It was. Mm. The, the story's complex. The yes. characters are complex. It's a slow burn. Uh, there was great foreshadowing from the very beginning of the of the movie, which was really. Uh, I had to go back to the first scene and say, "Did I hear that right?" And and it, quite quite incredible um, the way Scorsese did that. Mm -hmm. um, great character development, and also so there was Leo and Robert De Niro. They're obviously stars, but yes, yes. who stole the show was Lily Gladstone, who plays Molly. I yes. mean, she was tough. Her character's tough, but vulnerable. She's obviously, basically the whole story is about her, so it's imperative that that she does a good job. And without her and this performance that she puts on, the whole film fills. Oh, yeah. So, without 100% uh, there, yeah. Yes. I would say the final 20 minutes of the film is absolutely gut-wrenching. And yes. the ending I found rather brilliant. If you can read between the lines, some people won't get it, but I, I found hmm. it to be brilliant. I guess to give you a warning, all the men are awful in this movie. Uh, <laughs> William, one of the main characters, played by Robert De Niro, starts off saying that we should call him King. Um, yeah, I couldn't get that movies. at all. <sighs> Leonardo DiCaprio says in this movie that you will never hear him say in real life which is you're going to marry me and I like my women heavy so I'll leave <laughs> that uh, overall I would say it's a thumbs up for me really enjoyed it Yeah. so we say that Leo's a liar in real life compared to what he's on the screen. Okay, basically, that's what it is. Great uh, analogy there and a great review from uh, TV Fiend on Killers of the Flower Moon. For myself, uh, this film, it was practically a two-part story. The first, you know, part was about setting up the story between Ernest and meeting Molly. And then, you know, I guess they, they skipped dating. They just went right to baby making. And, uh... The whole factor of Robert De Niro looming with his character uh, of giving him a chance in that town to, to, I guess, to be like his best man or his number one or number two or whatever. So you discover that. And then the second half of the movie, which becomes kind of like the, uh, the courtroom drama of Law and Order, something like that where we see Jesse Plemons involved, and also we start seeing other characters just like uh, John Lithgow, and, uh, and Brendan Fraser makes an appearance. So he's obviously uh, trying to get in on a, a, on a nice uh, Scorsese project there. Obviously, this movie's up for Oscar nominations. That is in the doing also for Golden Globes. Incredible cinematography. Some of the, uh, some of the parts are tough to sit through. 
But I think uh, Scorsese strikes gold again here. And as you mentioned before, uh, TV Fiend, uh, Lily Gladstone obviously comes through here with a fantastic and mesmerizing performance as Molly. And the whole factor that she just grinds through the entire film is a credit to her. And really, we see the blossoming of a tremendous actress here uh, in this role, without a doubt. Did you uh, did you see all of her parts uh, and, and how she grew throughout the movie? What did you think about that? Her character was so well-developed. Uh, Scorsese and, and his screenwriters, they did a great job. Uh, uh, yeah. At the end, it's just... Uh, at, it's, a little bit of a twist ending for me. What about you? Yeah, no, without a doubt. Without a doubt, because it kind of leaves a little bit to the imagination. But you have to be invested in this movie. Watch it completely. I know there are going to be some some dull parts. And in some parts, you actually think it becomes like a horror movie because people start dropping You know, in the first act and in the second act. Is the third act like that? Find out for yourself. Watch the movie. It's it's three and a half, what's three three hours and twenty some odd minutes, but it's worth your viewership. So go check it out. It's in the theaters. Wide release this past weekend. Killers of the Flower Moon, rated R, directed by the great uh, Martin Scorsese. So you can check that out. Both of us both give it thumbs ups. Yes, both thumbs up for Killers of the Flower Moon. There you go. All right, let's move on. The uh, second film tonight on uh, Silver Screen Previews is the Emily Blunt uh, thriller, or I guess psycho thriller, <laughs> the, uh, what's it called? Oh, Pain Hustlers, Pain Hustlers, rated R. It's on Netflix next week, and it's in theaters on limited release this week. It stars Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, and Catherine O'Hara, along with Andy Garcia. A sharp and revealing look at what some people do out of desperation and others do out of greed. I believe here's the trailer to Pain Hustlers right here on Silver Screen Previews. Get your shoes off! All right, so there is Pain Hustlers, latest release there on Netflix coming out this coming week on the 27th. TV Fiend, there are movies about drugs and now this one is about selling drugs. Uh, what did you uh, think about this one? Yeah, the story of the pharmaceutical companies making a lot of money and corruptly is getting a little hard to swallow. We've yes. seen it. Yes. We know it. We're sick of it. Yeah. There is one part in the movie where the guy tells her that they make $40,000 a month per prescription. And I had to rewind that because I thought, surely yeah, I did not hear that correctly. Mm-hmm. That's how corrupt this is. Uh, the main character is, is Lisa. I get her side. She's trying to work her way out of poverty. Uh, the system's not set up for her to do that unless she becomes corrupt. This is very Aaron Brockovich meets the Wolf of Wall Street. <clears throat> but I don't buy that Lisa did not know that what she was doing was wrong way, way earlier than what they uh, try to make you believe in the in the movie, yeah. I mean, the doctors are getting a kickback. She's getting oh, yeah. a kickback. Everyone's getting a kickback. That would probably send off some red flags in my mind. <laughs> I don't know. Call me crazy. Also, there's um, there's fleeting and far between acknowledgement of all of the victims of this opioid epidemic. Yes. It's basically just a movie of bad people doing bad things, which is. Not fun to watch for me. It, um, <laughs> a little, I, I, that's, I've grown tired of that. It's too fun. It's too cute. 
the one positive thing I'll say about it is that Emily Blunt does a good job, uh, but her character is just underdeveloped. Catherine O'Hare is in it. She's not utilized to her full potential. So for me, I'm going to have to give it a thumbs down. Thumbs down for TV Fiend on Pain Hustlers. I think to myself, TV Fiend, we've seen this film kind of before in different kind of scenarios. But I thought this film, this film is just not serious enough. For the first place, it's, it's, it's a marbled mess. It tries too hard to be too many movies into one. And there's too, just too many unnecessary drug sequences here. Which you get in the first act, but they just keep pounding it in, pounding it in. I mean, do we really need that? Uh, Emily Blunt's character is really devolving throughout the entire course of the movie, which uh, which bothers you, uh, I guess, makes you ask, uh, who is she really in this movie? She's a great actress, yes, I know. It's not her fault here. I think it's just the writers and the screenplay which failed. It's terrible, terrible. Uh, and it's a fentanyl movie. Obviously, the crisis going on all across America with this situation, with the with the pills all across, and people dying, people overdosing, people in a tragic situation. It's not easy for people to be, you know, watching a film like this, and for people to actually be kind of promoting or glorifying it, like you're saying, TV fiend. I just find that is horrible. Go ahead. Yeah, they really have a flippant attitude about the whole thing. Yeah, and Chris Evans, why? Why was he needed in this movie? Window dressing. Why? And he changed his hair. I think he's wearing a toupee now, I think. Uh, there is no chemistry here between anybody. You know, maybe, I just think David Gates is just terrible here. Uh, an abomination of a film, unfortunately. And you have to wonder why Emily Blood decided to take this movie, take this role in the first place. Uh, it's kind of hard to blame her, but maybe blame her agent. <laughs> you know? It's just not... Yeah, fire. Yeah, I mean, for God's sake, I mean, make some better decisions or at least uh, get some roles that actually work for you, not throw you into a tornado of, uh, of crap. You know, I don't want to say the other word, but, but you get the idea. All right, so I give this movie in totality a thumbs down for Pain Hustlers. That's out on Netflix this coming week on the 27th, and it's out right now in a limited theater release with Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, and everybody else. Rated R. Definitely not a movie for kids. All right, let's move on. That's a big thumbs down. The uh, next film tonight on Silver Screen Previews is something called Hayride to Hell. It's rated R. It's in theaters now on a limited release, not on uh, not on streaming yet. <clears throat> but it's directed by Dan Lance and it stars uh, Bill Mosley and uh, Kane Hodder. A small-town farmer exacts his bloody revenge on unscrupulous town folk who tried to steal his lance. I believe here's the uh, the trailer to Hate Ride to Hell, right here on uh, Silver Screen Previews. Hate Ride to Hell. All right, that's uh, Hate Ride to Hell. <laughs> I can see your enthusiasm right through that uh, screen there, TV fiend. Uh, Hate Ride to Hell. Do you want to go to hell after watching this? <laughs> Look, I just want you to be honest with me. Yes. Is this a real movie? Or did you just put these clips together? Like, did you film this in your backyard? You, like, gathered up with your friends? I can only wish. I can only wish I filmed this in my backyard, because then I would have burned down the backyard, too. TV Fiend. It is a... Yeah. (laughs) It is a shame that you would subject me to this movie. It's (laughs) It's no hard. It's my only excuse. The first 45 minutes, unless... You count the racist rant that Sam went on, which actually was horrifying, by the way. 
Um, <laughs> and he's, he's about to lose his farm. Oh, who cares? Yellowstone, yeah. this isn't Yellowstone. This is a miserable <laughs> old man. The victims could have been killed by boredom just from watching this movie. Uh, the organ thieves are the good guys, if that tells you anything. Oh. And, <laughs> That's sinister. Yeah, was, That's incredible. Yeah, it, it, it was something, all right. Uh, don't think we'll be seeing this one in the top ten anytime soon. I give that a thumbs down. No, that was very and poignant. If you give this. No, don't. Don't corner me because I will give it a thumbs up. No, I'm just kidding. I can never. Give... I'm walking away. <laughs> That'll be the end of TV Fina on this show if she if she sees me give this a thumbs up. Uh, hey, ride to hell was obviously a hell ride just to put up with this thing. I don't want you to choke on your water, <clears throat> but uh, definitely. I mean, it's good to see Kane Hodder in this, but if he could be wearing some kind of other mask, that'd be great too. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't get that here. What we get is a a story which. Even the the musical score is horrible. It sounded like it was made like in a uh, third grade, uh, you know, audio lab, if that's possible. I don't think at all that they really put any thought into this. They just said, "Okay, Bill Mosley, we're going to give you a trucker hat and a nice checkerboard shirt, and we're going to put you in the middle of a farm. We're going to make believe this is going to be like a ride situation kind of movie that you can." You know, try to save your ranch kind of story. But we'll make everybody in the cast so uninteresting and boring that you'll want to have Kane Hodder chop off your head at the end with the with the chainsaw just to end the film and put it out of its misery. Look, uh, this is really cheesy. It's very 80s, very retro, but not in a good way, unfortunately. I think this was a paycheck movie, obviously, for these two actors. They need the money, I understand, but... At least make something of quality, please. Don't make it so crappy where people have to be tuning out. I had to watch the entire film. You know, you did too, because we're forced to. But, but you know, there is just there is no redemption for this thing at all. Uh, you know, you, the, even the kills are not that impressive uh, at all here, TV fiend, which is which is really sad too. The last look, the last fifteen minutes are okay. But they don't save the movie at all. Uh, you cannot, I cannot give this film any kind of redeeming quality. You know, I, I gave, I remember last year, yeah, it was, it was the mean one. The mean one I gave a thumbs up to last year. But uh, this year, I cannot give uh, Hey Ride to Hell a thumbs up. I have to give it a thumbs down, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, low quality trash. Not worth seeing, unfortunately. So there you go. Check it out if you want well, to. What about. If Sam was dressed as the Grinch, you might have given it a thumbs uh, don't up. Know. Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. <laughs> TV feed. All right, so thumbs down both on Hey Ride to Hell. The uh, next film, and the final film tonight on Silver Screen Previews, is Nina Dobrev's Sick Girl. So in Sick Girl, it's in theaters uh, in a limited release basis this past uh, the 20th. It's also on VOD. Stars Nina Dobrev, Wendy McClendon-Covey, and Ray McKinnon. A woman who feels she's grown apart from her friends gets together and a small lie gets out of control, to say the least. So I believe here are a couple of clips from Sick Girl, which is out on VOD. Bye. Love you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So much love. All right, so that's uh, Sick Girl. I saw the uh, sick look in your face, kind of like a pissed-off look. TV fiend. Explain yourself how you thought about this film. <laughs> so it starts out with 
Quinn. She's the main character. She's childish, but she's not awful. Right, right. She's feeling left behind by her friends because she's single and all her friends are married. They have children. Right. Her birthday, they're not paying attention to her. She very quickly becomes nauseating when she decides <laughs> to make up this lie that she has cancer. Yeah, and it's tonsil cancer. Unbelievable. Yeah, tonsil cancer. Unbelievable. The movie is supposed to be funny, but the cancer lie, come on. It's not that fun. It's too soon, right? I mean, yeah, it's like yeah. a different lie. Exactly. So, she's, exactly. she's cringy. Not only is she cringy, her friends are actually very annoying as well. They start helping her once they find out that she has cancer. They start hanging out with her, but they're irritating. She's using the cancer support group as her dating service. Yes. Which I always find suspect because I have seen people do that in real life and it's very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, and then she says that the reason that she made this up is because she was very mad that her friend told her she peaked in high school. Oh, oh my God. Oh what, my God. A, what a great excuse. I know. Overall, Rin has no redeeming qualities for me to forgive her and her friend shouldn't forgive her either. The movie doesn't have any redeeming qualities, and I don't forget it for wasting my time. Thumbs down for me. Very clearly, thumbs down there for uh, TV Fiend on Sick Girl. This is very much cringe comedy because they try so hard, and it's not even a funny topic. Yet, they try to build blocks on there, and that's the crime. They should have caught it off at the bud and said, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm just kidding, and then come up with a different... <laughs> A different thing for her to play off of. Not ride that lie, that cringe cancer lie throughout the entire movie. It makes you think, what is Jennifer Cram, the director here, thinking? My God. What's next? Uh, you know, a tumor tumor comedy? What is, what is coming up? Uh, I don't understand what the premise of this film was uh, to try and garner for the viewer. I, I didn't learn anything here. I wasn't laughing at all. Uh, yeah, when you subject people here to this kind of stuff, and, and it, it has to work only, or it does work only, if the lead, char the lead character or the lead actor can get away with it. Kind of like an Eddie Murphy. Or somebody that could do no wrong, you know, in movies. Like, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah. But get, get a little bit more creative with the writing of this movie and also the screenplay. You cannot live off this entire lie throughout the entire movie. What do you think, TB Fiend? Yeah. Oh, God, it was, it was so bad. It, it's taking a serious topic and trying to make light of it, yeah, but yeah. it fails miserably. You know, and Nina Dobrev is, is a very likable, very lovable character, uh, I mean, a, a actress. They need to get her better roles. Um, I, I find it very difficult that her agent maybe like forced her to do this movie. Get her better roles. The Vampire Diaries. Everybody remembers her. You know, she's she's in the newspapers. She's in these tabloids. Uh, now she's not. Now she's doing movies again. Get her better roles because she's very talented and very likable on screen. So, you know, do better. Get her better stuff. She deserves it. So that's Nina Dobrev. Unfortunately for this movie, I have to give it a thumbs down for Sick Girl. So there you go. We, we've agreed on everything today. Can you believe that? No, this is the first time. I think you're just trying to butter me up because like, you haven't allowed me to be on in so long. Or for those messages that disappeared suddenly overnight on yeah. a Tuesday. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you up, messages. 
Yeah, right. All right, so we agree on that one. Both uh, thumbs downs for uh, Sip Girl. All right, let's do a quick recap of this week's films on Silver Screen Previews. First, The Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, TV Fiend. Very enjoyable movie. Very complex plot with complex characters. Lily Gladstone steals the show, and the ending is worth the wait. Thumbs up for me. Very good. Also, thumbs up for me, obviously. This is gold when you watch it. You just get immersed in the whole story. It's kind of long, but you, it's very intricate, like you're saying. You have to be a part of it in order to experience the fruitful third act of this movie, which uh, will leave you, wow, okay. And obviously, there's a lot of Oscar buzz surrounding this film, so check it out. It's in wide release. It's uh, Killers of the Flower Moon with uh, Leo DiCaprio and the Mar- great Martin Scorsese as director here. And Lily Gladstone, breakout role. The uh, next film tonight on Silver Screen Previews was Pain Hustlers. TV Fiend. Too flippant. Uh, too cute. Aaron Brockovich meets Wolf of Wall Street. Let's, let's let this story go. It's tired. Thumbs down for me. All right. Me also, yeah. Thumbs down for myself. A very uninspiring look on drugs and pharmaceuticals and trying to sell them and make a business out of it. Not the best look for uh, this kind of subject on film. Uh, pass, big time. Not Emily Blunt's fault, but yeah, pick better roles there. Uh, definitely thumbs down. The uh, third film tonight on Silver Screen Previews was uh, A Ride to Hell, TV theme. Watch anything else. I mean, there, you've got so many Halloween movie options. You've got Halloween, Scream, Friday the 13th. Yes. I mean, you can even watch the remakes if you want, and it'll be leaps and bounds better than this movie. I don't even know if this is a real movie. I think Rob just shot this in the backyard. Thumbs down for me. I did not, but I still give it a thumbs down. Uh, Terrible cinematography, horrible sound, uh, really class C-level acting for the rest of the cast, uh, excluding the two leads of uh, uh, Bill Mosley and Kane Hodder. It's not their fault. I mean, they're just trying to make a paycheck, I understand. But yeah, definitely a thumbs down on this ridiculous Hayride to Hell rated R in limited theater release. And the fourth and final film tonight on Silver Screen Previews is Sick Girl TV theme. Sick Girl, just pick a different lie. Any other lie probably would have worked, but the cancer lie, it's just, it, it, it's too soon. Maybe when cancer is eradicated and yeah. 10 years from now, we can laugh about it. But right now, no, it's too soon. Thumbs down for me. Yeah, come up with a different excuse for a movie. Don't base it on a, on some, something that people are suffering through in many cases today, all across not only America but the world. So, yeah, pick a different subject. Definitely a terrible, terrible film in uh, Sick Girl. It's not Nina Dobrev's fault. I blame Jennifer Cram, the director, and the writers. Terrible film. No good. No good. All right, so go check that out. If you want to, at your own risk. It's in limited release and also on VOD. <laughs> All right, uh, TV Fiend, our time is up, but uh, please mention your social media where we can find you if you want. It's Television Fiend. Television Fiend. Oh, that's such a great, right on the mark kind of name you have on social media. Is that all across the Instagram or what? Just X, not yeah, two? Yeah, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Not X. But... Beautiful. TV Fiend, uh, we will catch you along the way, I hope. Yes. Um, I mean, I feel like it's positive that we agreed on every movie for the first time ever. Yes. I can't believe it. Uh, it's heartwarming for me, honestly. I feel so much better now. Uh, now I feel you'll we've... probably have me back. You're like, yeah. I can't deal with her. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we'll have you back me. before the end of the year. I'm sure we will. 
in time for those holiday horror movies. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we would appreciate you guys checking us out right here on Instagram Live and also on the Buzzsprout Podcast. So on behalf of TV Fiend, I'm Rob Martin, and we'll catch you back here next week on Summer Screen Previews. Bye. <laughs>